Good morning. Hope you had a good week. This week we'll be doing Cannabis Harmful and Beneficial Part 2. Varieties and Strains. Types of Cannabis. CBD is a 5-HT1A receptor agonist, which may also contribute to an axiolytic effect. This likely means a high concentration of CBD found in cannabis indica mitigate the anxiogenetic effect of THC significantly. It is often claimed that sativa strains provide a more stimulating psychotic high, while indica strains are more sedating with a body high. However, this is disputed by researchers. Psychiatric Ingredients According to the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime, UNODC, the amount of THC present in the cannabis sample is generally used as a measure of cannabis potency. The three main forms of cannabis products are the flower, fruit, resin, hashish, and oil, hash oil. The UNODC states that cannabis office often contains 5% THC content, resin can contain up to 20% THC content, and that cannabis oil may contain more than 60% THC content. A 2012 review found that the THC content in marijuana has increased worldwide from 1970 to 2009. It is unclear, however, whether the increase in THC content has caused people to consume more THC or if users adjust based on the potency of the cannabis. Cannabis. It is likely that the higher THC content allows people to ingest less tar. At the same time, CBD levels in seed samples have lowered, in part because of the desire to produce higher THC levels and because more illegal growers cultivate indoors using artificial lights. This helps avoid detection that, but reduces the CBD production of the plant. Australia's National Cannabis Prevention and Intervention Center NCPIC state that the buds infructensis of the female cannabis plant contain the highest concentration of THC followed by the leaves. The stalks and seeds have much lower THC levels the U.N. states that the leaves can contain 10 times less THC than the buds and the stalks 100 times less THC. After revisions of cannabis scheduling in the U.K., the government moved cannabis back from a Class C to a Class B drug. A purported reason was the appearance of high-potency cannabis. They believe skunk accounts for between 70 80% of sample seized by police, despite the fact that skunks can sometimes be incorrectly mistaken for all types of herbal herbal cannabis. Extracts such as hashish and hash oil typically contain more THC than high potency cannabis in fructances. Preparations, dried flower buds, marijuana, a gram of keef, hashish, hash oil, infusion, dairy butter, pipe residue, marijuana. Marijuana or marijuana Herbal cannabis consists of dried flowers and fruits and subtending leaves and stems of the female cannabis plant. This is the most widely consumed form, containing 3% to 20% THC, with reports of up to 33% THC. This is the stock material from which all other preparations are derived, although herbal cannabis and industrial hemp derive from the same species and contain the psychoactive component. THC, they are distinct strains with unique biochemical compositions and uses. Hemp has lower concentrations of THC and higher concentrations of CBD, which decreases the psychoactive effects. Keef. Keef, that's K-I-E-F, is a powder which in trichomes 
which can be sifted from the leaves, flowers, and fruits of cannabis plants, anything consumed in powder form or compressed to produce cakes of hashish. The word kif, K-I-F, derives from colloquial Arabic kif slash kif, meaning pleasure. Hashish. Hashish, also spelled hashish, hashisha, or simply hash, is a constant resin cake or ball produced from pressed keef, the detached trichomes and the fine material that falls off cannabis fruits, flowers, and leaves, or from scraping the resin from the surface of the plants and rolling it into balls. It varies in color from black to golden brown depending upon purity and variety of cultivar it was obtained from. It can be consumed orally or smoked and is also vaporized or vaped. The term rosin hash refers to a high-quality solventless product obtained through heat and pressure. Tincture. Cannabinoids can be extracted from cannabis plant matter using high-proof spirits, often grain alcohol, to create a tincture, often referred to as green dragon. Nabiximols is a branded product named from a tincture manufacturing pharmaceutical company. Hash oil. Hash oil is a resin matrix of cannabinoids obtained from the cannabis plant by solvent extraction formed into a hardened or vicious mass. Hash oil can be the most potent for the main cannabis products because of its high level of psychiatric compound per its volume, which can vary depending on the plant's mix of essential oils and psychiatric compounds. Butane and supercritical carbon dioxide hash oil have become popular in recent years. Infusions. There are many varieties of cannabis infusions owing to the variety of non-volatile solvents used. The plant material is mixed with the solvent and then pressed and filtered to express the oils of the plant into the solvent. Examples of solvents used in this process are cocoa butter, dairy butter, cooking oil, glycerin, or glycerin, and skin moisturizers depending on the <coughs> depending on the solvent these may be used in cannabis foods or applied topically. Medical use. Medical marijuana refers to the use of the cannabis plant as a physician recommended herbal therapy as well as synthetic THC and cannabinoids. So far the medical use of cannabis is legally only in limited number of territories including Canada, Belgium, Australia, the Netherlands, Spain, and many U.S. states. This usually generally requires a prescription and distribution is usually done within a framework defined by local laws. There is evidence supporting the use of cannabis or its derivatives in the treatment of chemotherapy-induced nausea and vomiting, neuropathic pain, and multiple sclerosis. Lower levels of evidence support its use for AIDS, wasting syndrome, epilepsy, rheumatoid arthritis, and glaucoma. History Ancient history Cannabis is indigenous to Central Asia and the Indian subcontinent, and is used for fabric and rope dates back to the Neolithic Age in China and Japan. It is unclear when cannabis first became known for its psychiatric properties. Some research suggests that the ancient India Indian drug soma mentioned in the Vedas sometimes it contained cannabis. This is based on the discovery of a basis containing cannabis in a shrine of the second millennium BC in Turkmenistan. Cannabis was known to the ancient Assyrians who discovered its psychoactive properties through the Iranians using it in some religious ceremonies. They called it Quinubu, meaning way to produce smoke, a probable origin of the modern word cannabis. The Iranians also introduced cannabis to the Scythians, Thracians, and Dacians, whose shamans, the 
cup no bought tie, those who walk on smoke clouds burn cannabis in to induce trance. The plant was used in China before 2800 BC and found therapeutic use in India by 1000 BC, where it was used in food and drink, including bahang. B H A M G. Hindus eating bahang, B H A N G, circa 1790. Cannabis has ancient history of ritual use and is found in pharmacological cults around the world. The earliest evidence of cannabis smoking has been found in 2,500 year old tombs of. Jurazankal Cemetery in the Palmyra Mountains in western China, where cannabis residue were found in burners with charred pebbles possibly used during funeral rituals. Hempsey, discovered by archaeologists at Pazarek, suggested earlier ceremonial practices like eating by Scythians occurred during the 5th to 2nd century BC, confirming previous historic reports by Herodotus. It was used by Muslims in various Sufi orders as early as the Mamluk period, for small example by the Quilander, smoking pipes uncovered in Ethiopia and carbon dated to around circa A.D. 1320 were found to have traces of cannabis. Modern History Following an 1836-1840 travel to in North Africa and the Middle East, French physician Jacques-Joseph Moreau wrote on the psychological effects of cannabis use. He was a member of Paris Club de... Hashichin in 1842, Irish physician William Brooke O'Shaughnessy, who had studied the drug while working as a medical officer in Bengal with the East India Company, brought a quantity of cannabis with him on his return to Britain, provoking renewed interest in the West. Examples of classic literature of the period featuring cannabis include Le Paradis, Officiel. 1860 by Charles Baudelaire and the Hashi's Eater, 1857 by Fitzhugh Ludlow. Cannabis Propaganda from 1935 Cannabis was criminalized in various countries beginning in the 19th century. The British colonies of Mauritius banned cannabis in 1840 over concerns on its effect on Indian indentured workers. The same occurred in British Singapore in 1870. In the United States, the first restriction on sale of cannabis came in 1906 in District of Columbia. Canada criminalized cannabis in the Opium and Narcotic Drug Act of 1923 before any reports of the use of drug in Canada. It eventually legalized the consumption for recreation and medicinal purposes in 2018. Cannabis Indica, Indica Fluid Extract, American Drug Syndicate, pre-1937. In 1925, a compromise was made at an international conference in The Hague about the International Opium Convention that banned exportation of Indian hemp to countries that had prohibited its use and required imported countries to issue certificates approving the importation of st and stating that the shipment was acquired exclusively for med medical or scientific purposes. It also required parties to ex exercise an effective control of such an issue as to prevent the illicit and international traffic in Indian hemp, and especially in the resin. In the United States in 1937, the Marijuana Tax Act was passed and prohibited the production of hemp in, in addition to cannabis. In 1972, the Dutch government divided drugs into more and less dangerous categories, with hemp being in the lesser category. Or with cannabis being in the lesser category. Accordingly, possession of 30 grams, 1.1 ounce or less, made a 
misdemeanor. Cannabis has been available for recreational use in coffee shops since 1976. Cannabis products are only sold openly in certain local coffee shops. And possessions of up to 5 grams, 0.18 ounce, for personal use is decriminalized. However, the police may still confiscate it, which often happens in car checks near the border. Other types of sales and transportation are not permitted, although the general approach toward cannabis was lenient even before official decriminalization. In Uruguay, President Jose Mujica, or Mujica signed legislation to legalize recreational cannabis in December 2013, making Uruguay the first country in the modern era to legalize cannabis. In August 2014, Uruguay legalized growing up to six plants at home, as well as the formation of growing clubs and a state-controlled marijuana dispensary regime. As of October 17, 2018, when recreational use of cannabis was legalized in Canada, dietary supplements for human use and veterinary health products containing not more than 10 parts per million of THC extract were approved for marketing. Nabiximols, as Cetivix, is used as a prescription drug in Canada. The United Nations World Drug Report stated that cannabis was the world's most widely product trafficked and consumed drug in the world in 2010, and this is between 128 million and 238 million users globally in 2015. Society and Culture Legal Status Since the beginning of the 20th century, most countries have enacted laws against the cultivation, cultivation, possession, or transfer of cannabis. These laws have impacted adversely on cannabis cultivation for non-recreational purpose, but there are many regions where handling of cannabis is legal or licensed. Many Jurisdictions have lessened the penalties for possession of small quantities of cannabis so that it is punished by confiscation and sometimes a fine rather than imprisonment, focusing more on those who traffic the drug on the black market. In some areas where cannabis use has been historically tolerated, new restrictions were instituted such as the closing of cannabis coffee shops near the border of the Netherlands and closing of coffee near secondary schools in the Netherlands. In Copenhagen, Denmark, in 2014, Mayor Frank Jensen discussed possibilities for the city to legalize cannabis production and commerce. Some jurisdictions use free voluntary treatment programs and or mandatory treatment programs for frequent known users. Simple possession can carry long prison terms in some countries, particularly in East Asia, where the sale of cannabis may lead to a sentence of life in prison or even execution. Political parties, nonprofit organizations, and causes based on the legalization of medical cannabis and/or legalizing the plant entirely, with some restrictions, have emerged in such countries as China and Thailand. In December 2012, the U.S. state of Washington became the first state to le officially legalize cannabis in the state law, Washington Initiative 502, but still illegal by federal law. With the state of Colorado following close behind, Colorado Amendment 64 on January 1st. 2013 for the first marijuana club for private marijuana smoking, no buying or selling, however, was allowed for the first time in Colorado. The California Supreme Court decided in May 2013 that local governments can ban medical marijuana dispensaries despite a state law in California that permits the use of cannabis for medical purposes. At least 180 cities across California have enacted bans in recent years. In December 2013, Uruguay became the first country to legalize growing sale and use of cannabis. After a long delay in implementing the retail component of the law, in 2017, 16 pharmacists were authorized to sell cannabis commercially. On June 19, 2018, the Canadian Senate passed a bill and the Prime Minister announced the effective legalization date as October 17, 2018. Canada is the second nation to legalize the drug. In November 2015, Uttarakhand became the first state of India to legalize the cultivation of hemp for industrial purposes. Uses within the Hindu and 
Buddhist cultures of the Indian subcontinent is common with many street vendors in India openly selling products infused with cannabis and traditional medical practitioners in Sri, Sri Lanka. Selling products infused with cannabis for recreational purposes as well as religious ceremony celebrations. It was the, it was criminalized in the Indian subcontinent by the Dutch and then the British. India and Sri Lanka have allowed cannabis to be taken in the context of traditional culture for recreational celebratory purposes and also for medicinal purposes. On October 17, 2015, Australian Health Minister Susan Lay presented a new law that will allow the cultivation of cannabis for scientific research and medical trials on patients. On October 17, 2018, Canada legalized cannabis for recreational adult use, making it the second country in the world to do so after Uruguay and the first G7 nation. The Canadian licensed producer system aims to become the gold standard in the world for safe and secure cannabis production, including provisions for a robust craft cannabis industry where many expect opportunities for experimenting with different strains. Laws around use vary from province to province, including age limits, retail structure, and growing at home. As the drug has increasingly been seen as a health issue instead of criminal behavior, marijuana has also been legalized or decriminalized in Czech Republic, Colombia, Ecuador, Portugal, South Africa, and Canada. Medical marijuana legalized in Mexico in mid-2017. Legislatures plan to legalize its recreation use by late 2019. Usage in 2013, between 128 and 230 million people used cannabis, 2.7% to 4.9% of the global population, between the ages of 15 and 65. Cannabis, cannabis is by far the most widely used illicit substance. United States. Between 1973 and 1978, 11 states decriminalized marijuana. In 2001, Nevada reduced marijuana possession to a misdemeanor. And since 2012, several other states have decriminalized and even legalized marijuana. In 2015, almost half of the people in the United States had tried marijuana. 12% had used it in the past year, and 7.3% had used it in the past month. In 2014, Daily marijuana use amongst U.S. college students had reached its highest levels since records began in 1980, rising from 3.5% in 2007 to 5.9% in 2014, and has a daily cigarette use. In the U.S., men are over twice as likely to use marijuana as women, and 18 to 29-year-olds are six times more likely to use as over 65-year-olds. In 2015, a record 44% of the U.S. population has tried marijuana in their lifetime, an increase from 38% in 2013 and 33% in 1985. Marijuana use in the United States is three times above the global average, but in line with other Western democracies. 44% of American 12th grade graders have tried the drug at least once, and the typical age of first use is 16, similar to the typical age of first use for alcohol, but lower than the first use age for other illicit drugs. Economics Production Sensomilla, Spanish for without seed, is the dried seedless, i.e. parthenal carpet infructensis of female cannabis plants because THC production drops off. Once pollination occurs, the male plants, which produce little THC themselves, are eliminated before they shed pollen to prevent pollination, thus inducing the development of parthenal carpic fruits gathered in dense infructensis. Advanced cultivation techniques such such as hydroponics, cloning, high-intensity artificial lining, and the sea of green method are frequently employed as a response in part to hope 
prohibition enforcement efforts that make outdoor cultivation more risky. Skunk refers to several named strains of potent cannabis grown through selective breeding and sometimes hydroponics. It is a crossbreed of cannabis sativa and C. indica, although other strains of this mix exist in abundance. Skunk cannabis potency ranges from usually from 60% to 50%, and rarely as high as 20%. The average THC level in coffee shops in the Netherlands is about 18 to 19%. The average levels of THC in cannabis sold in the United States rose dramatically between the 1970s and 2000. This is disputed for various reasons, and there is little consensus as to whether this is a fact or an artifact of poor testing methodologies. According to Daniel Forrest, writing for Slate.com, the relative strength of modern strains are likely skewed of because undue weight is given to much more expensive and potent but less prevalent samples. Some jet set results are skewed by older testing methods that include low THC content plant material, such as leaves in the samples, which are excluded in the contemporary test. Others believe that modern strands actually are significantly more potent than older ones. Price. The price of street value cannabis varies widely depending on geographic area and potency. Prices on and overall markets have also varied considerably over time. In 1997, cannabis was estimated to be overall the number four value crop in the U.S. and number one or two in many states, including California, New York, and Florida. This estimate is based on the value of growers of 60% re- of retail value, or $3,000 per pound, 6600 per kilogram. In 2006, cannabis was estimated to have been $36 million billion. 36 billion market. This estimate has been challenged as exaggerated. The UN World Drug Report 2008 estimated that 2006 street prices in the U.S. and Canada range from about U.S. 8.8 to $25 per gram, or approximately $250 to $7 per ounce, depending on quality. Typical U.S. retail prices were 10 to 15 per gram, approximately 280 to $420 per ounce. $280 or 420 per ounce. In 2017, the U.S. is estimated to constitute 90% of the worldwide 9.5 billion trade in cannabis. After some U.S. states legalized cannabis, street prices began to drop. In Colorado, the price of smokable buds in fructose instances dropped 40% between 2014 and 2019 from $200 to per ounce to $120 per ounce, $7 per gram to 4.19 program. The European Monetary Center for Drugs and Drug Addiction reports that typical retail prices in Europe for cannabis varied from 2 pounds to 20 pounds per gram in 2018, with the majority of European countries pointed prices in the range of 4 to 10 pounds. Gateway Drug. The Gateway hypothesis states that cannabis use increases the probability of trying harder drugs. The hypothesis has been hotly debated as it is regarded by some as a primary rationale for the United States prohibition on cannabis use. A Pew Research Center poll found that p- political opposition to marijuana use was significantly associated with concerns about the legal effects and whether legalization would increase marijuana use by children. Some states state that while there is no proof in for the gateway hypothesis, young, young cannabis users should still be considered as a risk group for intervention programs. Other findings indicate that hard drug users are likely to be Polydrug users and their inventions must address the use of multiple drugs instead of a single hard drug. Almost two-thirds of the polydrug users in the 2009-2010 Scottish Crime and Justice Survey used cannabis 
The gateway effect may appear due to social factors involved in using any illegal drug. Because of the illegal status of cannabis, its consumers are likely to find themselves in situations allowing them to acquaint with levels individuals using or selling other illegal drugs. Studies have shown that alcohol and tobacco may additionally be targeted as gateway drugs. However, a more parsimonious explanation could be that cannabis is simply more readily available and at an earlier age than illegal harder drugs. In turn, alcohol and tobacco are typically easier to obtain at an earlier age than is cannabis. All though the reverse may be true in some areas, thus leading to the gateway sequence in those individuals since they are most likely to experiment with any drug offered. A related alternative to the gateway hypothesis is the common liability to addiction CLA, CLA theory. It states that some users are, for various reasons, willing to try multiple recreational substances. The gateway drugs are merely those that are usually available at an earlier age than the harder drugs. Researchers have known in an extensive review that it is dangerous to present the sequence of events described in gateway theory in causative terms as this hinders both research and intervention. Research. Cannabis research is challenging since the plant is illegal in most countries. Research creates samples of the drug are difficult to obtain for research purposes unless granted under authority by national of national governments. There are also other difficulties in researching the effects of cannabis. Many people who smoke cannabis also smoke tobacco, thus this causes confounding factors where questions arise to as to whether the tobacco caught the t cannabis or both have caused the cancer. Other Another difficult researchers have is in recruiting people who smoke cannabis into studies because cannabis is an illegal drug in many countries. People may be reluctant to take part in research and if they do agree to take part, they may not say how much cannabis they actually smoke. In 2015, review found that the use of high CBD to THC strands of cannabis shows that fewer positive symptoms, such as delusions and hallucinations, better cognitive function, and both lower risk for developing psychosis, as well as a later age of onset of the illness compared to cannabis with low CBD to, H to, to THC ratios. A 2014 Cochrane review found that research was sufficient to determine safety and efficacy to using cannabis to treat schizophrenia or psychosis. As of 2017, the molecular mechanism for the anti-inflammatory and possible pain-relieving effects of cannabis are under preliminary research. By country, Uruguay and Canada are the only countries that have fully legalized consumption and sale of recreational cannabis nationwide. In the United States, 11 states and the District of Columbia have legalized the recreational use of cannabis, though the drug remains illegal at the federal level. Laws vary from state to state when it comes to the commercial sale. Courtrooms in Georgia and South Africa have led to the legalization of cannabis consumption, but not legal sales. A policy of limited enforcement has also been adopted in many countries, in particular Spain and the Netherlands, where the sale of cannabis is tolerated like licensed establishments. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cannabis Harmful or Beneficial. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you stay safe. Stay home if you can. Practice social distancing if you do go out. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Use universal precautions during this coronavirus pandemic as it extends to 2021 as we look forward to our normalcy, whatever or whenever that can happen. I hope you have a good week and stay tuned next week for the next episode of Real Crime Stories.